everyone and welcome back to no beer left behind tis me brian drinking a uh an oklahoma original this evening exit 174 from iron monk brewing now for those of you living in the oklahoma city area who frequently travel north on i-35 exit 174 should ring true is that's the exit to stillwater baby that's the exit that'll get you on the old highway was it 53 the the biggest uh, speed trap in the state of Oklahoma. Anyway, uh, it is a pale ale. Highway 51. Oh, Highway 51? Yeah, there you go. No, something. It's been a while. I've had a few beers since then. This beer is a rye pale ale from the uh, boys up in Stillwater. Gonna be honest with you, there's some there's some flaws in the beer, but the beer still drinks good. Um. It's good to it's good to have some stuff from Oklahoma. That's why I've got my second beer on the on uh, on deck tonight is uh, Polar Eclipse from Rufftail Brewing. We'll get into that when I crack it open. But we're blessed tonight with our boy Parker. Parker, how are you doing, buddy? I'm doing well, Brian. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Uh, I feel like this is my first time. And like the girls on the Girls Gone Wild bus, they're like, "This is my first time," and you're like secretly thinking, "No, sweetheart, no, it's not. <laughs> this is not your first time." No. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it has been a while since I uh, think I made it at the beginning of a cast here. Um, so, any of you avid listeners, uh, you might remember my name. Um, any of you <laughs> transient listeners that are uh, akin to random people passing through a hotel bar um probably don't know me at all so uh my name's parker and parker. i'm a functioning alcoholic and uh yeah it's, it's awesome to be here. um tonight i am drinking something um close to oklahoma just a little north of oklahoma it is a beer by Tallgrass brewing um as we all know where that's out of brian uh, Manhattan, Kansas. That's correct. Uh, I had not had this one yet. Uh, the wife surprised me with a four pack of these tonight. It's called the Grizz, um, and it is a deepa, a double IPA, and it is all there. It's nine point five percent, but it. I mean, damn it, it's good. Shouldn't have started the night with this, but uh, I'm going a little unconventional <laughs> order here because next up in my lineup is a blonde ale. So yeah, I don't know. You maybe should conventional wisdom. You should yeah, you should have hollered at me. I could have uh, given you some give you some tips and pointers. We uh, I, don't, I don't know if I told you. I think well, I think I did tell oh, you. Yeah, uh, you and I discussed this. <laughs> in fact, well, you know, to be to be honest here, I did uh, request a beer, this beer in particular, uh, a few minutes ago for my wife because uh, I put all she wife of the month and still out to see if it becomes wife of the year but uh she came home uh this evening with after getting our dogs from the groomer with a whole metric shit ton of good quality beer from the liquor store like 80 bucks worth so i was like i love you um so 
I put them all on the back porch because my beer uh, crisper, where where healthy stuff usually goes in a refrigerator, yeah. well, ours is just plumb full of my beers. And so didn't have any room. Uh, and I just put them all on the back porch. So anyways, mm-hmm. rewind uh, 15 minutes. And I asked uh, her if she'd go grab me a beer. And she's like, which one? And I said, surprise me. And this is one she came back with. So I was not about to, you know, like, Lay could out you, on could her, you like, go well, another you, know, one? you probably should have started with the lighter beer and then worked your way up, you know, because then I would have gotten a, like, piss-off look, and, yeah. She walked over and broken the beer that she just handed you. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool, yeah. cool, 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 so, cool, cool, cool. Um, man, have you had this beer? I haven't. Uh, that is, are you drinking out of the can or out of the glass tonight? I'm out of the can currently. Okay. I was going to ask what, what kind of what the color is. A lot of times... <clears throat> those we'll just call them Midwest Brewers tend to brew a really dark IPA. Uh no, it's actually fairly golden. Yeah. Or amber. Yeah, it's not bad. No, it's more golden than amber. Yeah. It's it's getting there. Uh, uh is it is it uh cloyingly sweet or is it uh pretty crisp and dry? Crisp and dry. Okay. Yeah. Chris not crisp and glover, but crisp and dry. That's good. <laughs> You know, I used to think that she was uh, pretty good looking, but I think, the years have not treated her well. I think Crispin Glover's a man. Oh, okay. Well, I thought you were referencing a uh, local Tulsa no, Chris- uh, car dealership no. <laughs> who uses their daughter as a spokesperson. I thought it was a very obscure reference, especially for a Texas person. But me, I was like, all right, man, motherfuckers watch, watching Tulsa TV lately, I guess. Let me, let me share my um, screen with you real quick, and you can check out who Crispin Glover is. You could go ahead and okay. take a look. That is, that's <laughs> yeah, Crispin um, Glover, a man. Okay. He's got a sick well, metal part, though. Oh man, yeah, he looks like <laughs> he's like okay. I think he's like a bad guy in a bunch of different movies, up to and including like Charlie's Angels. So that's good. Okay, well, do must do me a favor and look up Kristen Glover, Tulsa. All right, is that Kristen with a K or a C? That's with a K. Kristen Glover. Oh damn! Look at that, Tulsa. Right, okay. Well, that's Paris Hilton, but mm. the rest of them. Oh, Kristen. Wait, what did I spell? Oh, it's T E N. For you the monsters known. out there, dude. I hate when people she try really to let herself fancy go. Names. Yeah, I mean, whoa. Don't get me wrong. No. Don't get me wrong. Okay, but however, this is one of those what? companies that like really tries to play into the like. This lady, if if you were, yeah, that looks like about twelve years ago. Oh, um, shots fired. If you're a veteran, you know, and they play this like whole four and a half minute long like salute with eagles and American flags and oh, hold on, I old got... vets and returns at the airport, and then they're like, "Come in, and we'll give you forty eight dollars off the purchase of a new vehicle." I'm just like, "Shut up! Stop playing into the like, you know, the heartstrings." Yes. <laughs> this is playing under them as they're like, "Yeah, we like to welcome yes. all veterans back to the, the Kristen Bell Chevrolet." No, dude, it's ba- it's bad. I mean, they it's like anything they can try to play into. I I guarantee they'll have a President's Day one, and they'll like. 
go real deep into it. And I'm sure um, Monday there'll be some kind of Martin Luther King, you know, like, and they'll try to play into that. Too. It's like every that a, freaking holiday. That one's a like, little touchy. Give it up. That one's going to be a tough one. They're like, we let go. Uh, 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 just come on down Don't say from black Martin Luther or King. American. <laughs> Yeah, they're on mic talking about it. We like all black people. That, I can't say black people, can we? Oh shit! We'll do another. All right, we'll just say all, all beep. You definitely can't say that. You absolutely cannot say that. Cut, cut. <laughs> Fuck it, we'll do it live. <laughs> You've been on live this whole time. <laughs> yeah. So a uh, little bit of a tangent there, or no, nah. uh, we got sidetracked, but. That's per the usage. Um, but yeah, this is a lot of beer. And it's Kristen like, Glover, I mean, she's pretty hot. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> now, uh, I saw the I saw the run the uh, the stack, and uh, you can check you'll you'll be able to check out that stack of beer that uh, Mrs. Parker brought. Parker Actual uh, from the liquor <sighs> store. Which, by the way, if that was all eighty dollars worth of beer, I need her to teach me how to shop for beer because. The other day, <clears throat> I left my local bottle shop with an undisclosed amount of beer. Parker, I'm going to show you my hands as to how much I actually spent at that. Okay. 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 That okay. Those two numbers right. thrown there. I spent that amount of beer or that amount of money on four bottles of beer. <laughs> Shut up. It was a well. I guess okay. So technically, it was a. Four Are they at pack. least like twenty-two ounce? There was a four, bombers or whatever. There was a four pack and then three bombers. Yeah, but okay. <clears throat> it was a. And then when I got home, I realized that, like as I was putting beer in my cellar, because Parker, I used to, Parker, I used to be like you in my early days of my of my beer consumption. I used to put all my beer in the crisp in the in the crisper drawer of mm-hmm. the refrigerator, and then I grew out of that. I, uh, uh-huh. I had to buy uh, another dedicated fridge, and then I had to commandeer another dedicated fridge. So now that I have too many fridges, and uh, and then any overflow for the guests go into the big fridge in the kitchen. So nice. uh, w- what happens is what happened last time when I went in the liquor the bottle shop and I bought an undisclosed amount of beer. Um, I got home and I was like, "Cool, cool, yeah, man." I'm looking at my cellar, looking at my stacks that I have. I'm like, "Cool, I've got a." Uh, a collective brewing project, American Red. That's my favorite beer from last year. And I was like, "Cool, let me go look in the in the kegerator in the kitchen, see what I've got in there." I'm like, "Cool, I've got uh, a couple Iron Monk X's one seventy fours, a couple of New Belgium beers, a collective brewing American Red." My, uh, wait, hold on. God damn it! For the first time in my life, I bought two of the same beer, like unknowingly, like in two different trips. Like I, I usually have a really good run on what I have in my cellar in at all times, and I completely forgot that I had bought an American Red, which turns out it could be a good thing. Because I'm thinking I might uh, that might work into my beer giveaway that I'm working up for our two year anniversary. So oh, nice. definitely tune in and uh, maybe maybe you can get your hands on on some Fort Worth's finest. I mean, honestly, Collective Brewing Project, and I know Parker, you might not be the biggest sour fan, but Mm-mm. Not 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 killing it for you. Uh, you know, if it's free, I'll drink it. But okay, there you go. I'll have hellacious heartburn the next day. I can tell you that much. So th- I'll get into that in a second. Um, uh, the, the the collective brewing project at a, at a Fort Worth Funky Town USA. 
they may be one of the best sour beer brewers I've ever encountered uh, on any level. They're fantastic. The beers are just phenomenal. So American Red is one of my favorites. So I'm thinking, I, since I accidentally bought two bottles, I may actually send one out with maybe some glassware. I don't know. We're going to work it up. Definitely check out uh, our Instagram pages at... No beer left cast, and that's where all that shit will go down. So, uh, but Parker, to your point on uh, having heartburn. So around the office, we tend to do Friday sensory panels because you know that's what happens when you work in beer. You get to drink beer at work. It's pretty sweet. So there's some of the older, more we'll just call them veteran, veteran, uh, veteran beer beer folk find it necessary when drinking sour beers to maybe consume a handful of Rolaids after every drink. <laughs> uh, yeah, I could see that for sure. <laughs> uh, I mean, do you do this? Do you do this? Uh, no, I don't. I, I, I will say I can tell when heartburn is going to come on and I just stop. So I don't really yeah. have that problem right now. I'm also fairly young in my digestive issue uh, age. So... I, I can I can tell when like I said I can tell when stuff is bubbling up and I can I can let off the gas. However, usually for me, letting off the gas means switching from sour beers to something dark and roasty, something to settle the old tum tum. That's the approach that I take. I don't know if it's scientific, but it just kind of works. So uh, I, I want to rewind uh, just about four minutes here and to something that you said earlier. Um, whenever you say. <laughs> The beer in your cellar, yeah. Like I legitimately envision like one of those shitty like cellars out back with a wooden door, and you got to go down <laughs> the steps, and there's a little bit of standing water and and a and a spider and and like some beets and canned goods <laughs> and some potatoes, and then Brian's like glorious deluxe looking Samsung refrigerator with LEDs in it down there. Nah, this my okay. So I refer when I refer to my cellar, like I have my two my two beer fridges. One of them, the kegerator, is where I keep all my fast-moving beers. Those are the beers that I'll grab, like while I'm cooking dinner or eating dinner, or whatever. Those are those are in there. That's where probably eighty percent of my beer goes. My beer cellar is the one that's actually right here next to me, uh, in my brew room. That thing I call it the cellar because I have a door of beer and a back little panel of beer that doesn't move. Like I won't, I don't plan on drinking any of those beers anytime soon. They just need to stay cool. Now that refrigerator, uh, fun story about that. This mini fridge that's in this room with me went to, and it is not a glorious led Samsung. <laughs> uh, this beer fridge actually went to college with my brother in 1991. Wow. So, yeah, this beer fridge is old AF. As a matter of fact, the front door now is painted silver. Like that put a nice little brush nickel coating on it. But underneath that slick layer of spray paint is a fake wood panel. And wow. the entire refrigerator is brown. So it's really classy. Really, really classy. I was about to ask you if it was a wood panel because that was the thing in the 90s. You put wood panel on everything because somewhere cool. somebody said that looked good, like on the side of a you know minivan <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, station wagon. Chrysler, uh, blue Chrysler minivans with the fake wood paneling down the side Dude, was nothing but yeah. class. Now, I, I had one of those little – is it just the cube one, literally the square? 
refrigerator or is it a, a rectangle yeah the refrigerator. oh no it's a rectangle it's it's probably about four okay. feet tall um, so i had one uh, just a straight cube oh yeah. and it had that uh custom wood panel on the on the door mm-hmm. uh, i had that in my in my closet in high school that's where i put my beer <laughs> you had throw the, some dirty clothes over it you had the hotel mini fridge is what you had it precisely yes uh that, that was it um <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's uh, yeah, this, uh, this mini fridge you see behind me uh, endured uh, OSU, uh, about five years worth of OSU. I was going to say, that one looks familiar. I yeah. my, my mini fridge that I took to Oklahoma State, my mom won't give it to me. <laughs> She's like, you know, we go back home, or actually before I got this fridge that's sitting in my brew room, <clears throat> it was sitting unplugged in my uh, parents' house for like, 10, 15 years, I think. <clears throat> but when I went home, I was like, Hey mama, I really want to uh, grab that fridge from upstairs and, uh, you know, take it. I just want to use it as like an auxiliary beer fridge. <laughs> and my mom was like, she I looked at, that term. she looked at me like, you have a fucking drinking problem. <laughs> and, and, a second beer fridge, Brian. <laughs> well, what she didn't know is really my third, but yeah, she was like, Oh yeah, no, you can have it. You can take it. Just, um, Maybe get maybe get her. My, she referred to my nephew. Like maybe get him to help you, you know, carry it down. I was like, I don't need help carrying that shit down. I used to carry it all over campus. Like I moved like four times in that fridge. No big deal. She's like, yeah, okay. So uh, I unplugged it. And I moved it out in the hallway for you. Like the next day as we're getting ready to go. I'm like, oh, well that's, well that's weird because, you know, I was staying in the room where that beer fridge was. She was like, oh, you know, you're not taking the one that you that you had in college. You're taking. You know, TR's old one. And I was like, that, that thing still works? Y'all still have that? <laughs> you let him throw that thing away? She's like, oh, yeah, no, we still have it. It works fine. I was like, well, can I have my old beer fridge? You know, my old fridge? She was like, no. No, I need, a, I need it to uh, keep my chocolates cool and my medicine cold upstairs in case I need it. It's like, well, now you're playing the guilt trip card on me right now, so I can't actually ask for my own fridge from your house, but you know what? That's fine, mom. That's fine, mom. I see how you're gonna play this. I see how you're gonna play this. So mm. this beer fridge is so old; it's got a weird condenser on it, and it gets really hot. And I was afraid that it would melt my carpet or my walls, or so it, burn your whole house down. Yeah, exactly. So I, what I did was I got a furniture dolly and I put a little like eighth inch piece of plywood down on it to cover up that gap at the bottom of the furniture dolly. And uh, my, now my refrigerator has wheels. And also carpet at the front of it. <laughs> it's super fucking classy. Did you, you get one of those Harbor Freight specials, uh, furniture dollies? Uh, no, I went to I went to the Home Depot and um, oh, okay. see what I did was they have a cheaper fancy. They, well, they, well, here's what I did. They have a cheaper version of a furniture dolly, and then they have an expensive version of the furniture dolly. The f- expensive one is like eighteen dollars, and the cheaper one is nine. And what I did was I took the $9 UPC off and I put it over the $18 UPC and then I took it to the register and I was like, I'd like to buy this furniture dolly. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Pretty sure that's called theft, Brian. Fuck Home Depot. They used to work there. They suck. They fucking, you in. They're fucking terrible. This is a terrible company to work for. Pretty sure I got sexually harassed by a 19-year-old mom who worked there. It's fucking weird. Huh. Did she have, was she on that reality TV show? No, this is before the reality TV show, but she definitely had like a five-year-old. And, uh, 
Wow. <laughs> it was my uh the summer it was the summer between my freshman and sophomore year of college when I was still young and impressionable. And I uh I got used <laughs> when I worked at Home Depot, I would get tips for how how helpful I was as a cart pusher slash loader. Just putting shit in the back of people's cars. Um I had this guy, I helped him load up like maybe fifty fence panels. Uh and you know, like take him out to his car. He's like, or his truck. Obviously, he's not loading fifty fence panels onto a Geo Metro. <laughs> he's like, as I'm pushing the last cart of uh, fence panels out, he's like, "Man, thanks for your help. You've been really." I mean, this guy's probably in his sixties, so he's not saying, "Hey, man, thanks for your help." He's like, well, "Thanks for your help." And he reach he, I just see a hand reach down, down my torso. Uh, did you shoot him like four times in the chest? <laughs> I should have, right? Because he was reaching into his pocket. <laughs> He, he no, he was reaching into my pocket, Parker. That was the weirder part. So he, uh-huh. he's reaching into my apron pocket to drop off a a nice twenty spot. Snap. I was like, "Damn, dude, you tipped me twenty dollars to throw shit in the back of your car." But I'll throw stuff in your car all the time. I'll follow you around to Walmart, throw some stuff in there. I'll follow you around. Right. Like, where, where you going? The diaper, the adult diaper store. I'll throw some shit in there too. Like whatever you want, man. You keep tipping me all day. Anyway, thought I'd be nice and 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 buy the girls out in the garden center a, a sonic drink after my shift was over. Little did I know, old nineteen-year-old with a five-year-old, <clears throat> give her a sonic drink, and she's like, "Thank you so much, bro. That's the best. I've never been so happy in all my life. I wish uh, Montana's baby daddy was so nice to me." I was like, "Whatever." She's like, "We're doing a car wash in a parking lot. I'd like to wash your car." And then it got weird to the point where, like, I don't really want to go into the details, but I swear to God, if I had gone to Home Depot HR at that moment, I probably would be living a pretty comfortable life. Dude, you should have let it happen. uh, No, no. Okay. It it was in the parking lot of the Norman Home Depot with... A nineteen-year-old a, a mom with a five-year-old and a Wiccan girl, a Wiccan. So she was practicing witchcraft on the reg. Oh, she wasn't using Wick stamps. No, 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 no. Okay. W- Wiccan, like you know, <laughs> she had capes and daggers and shit. And I'm like, cool, 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 cool. I just want to get my car. I don't care. Y'all stop soaping it up right now. Stop soaping it up. I just want to get my car and take it to a real car wash because y'all are ruining it. Y'all are ruining my fucking car. Anyway, that's my Brian, that sounds like an opportunity that was missed there. Listen, Parker, there's many times in my life that I've had to consider where my sexuality was going to go, and at that point, <laughs> I looked at what was lay. I looked at the road before me, and I was like, I don't want to go down any part of this road right here. When Dude, teen milfs and that, witches. <laughs> I'm good. No, how would that make you question your sexuality? A threesome with a teen mom and a a, a witch. And a, yeah because of this i mean like i don't see that like just translating to i think i like guys now no 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 no. it was the it was the aftermath because my mind told me you get the get the fuck out of here nothing good is going to come out of this and then afterwards that's when the questioning happened parker it Uh, wasn't it wasn't is this going to make me gay because i'm pretty sure sleeping with two girls is not going to make me gay but it was the (laughs) the first time in history that's ever occurred (laughs) but it was the in the aftermath i'm like Oh, what does that say about me? And then reality set in. I was like, oh, no, no, that was a good move, Brian. You really did a good thing there. 
<laughs> oh, that makes sense, though. That's uh, That very next year is whenever you moved in with Frank, and you guys were exclusive there for a little while. Holy shit, you're right. <laughs> it also, it's oh all coming back God. to me, like Celine Dion says. It's coming back to me now. Yep. There were moments of cold, and there were flashes of light. Okay. Oh, it was so cold that winter. There were things Frank never do again, things that he thought were tied. No. Oh, that that is true. They haven't been as tight as they were that summer. <laughs> anyway. So. Here's a gay spring chicken. Okay. <laughs> I think it's spring. Uh, dude, okay. Uh, again, and, and you're just dropping gold here, and actual gold, not like Frank gold. Oh, thank, um, thank God. Fools. That's fool's gold. It's uh, <laughs> cold. <laughs> A few a few minutes ago, nineteen uh, year old whom I'm still disappointed in you for, yeah. Anyways, I won't I won't beat you up for that. But uh, her son's name, could you please repeat that again for our listeners? Oh, I don't know what it was. I just made up Montana. Okay, was, well, that's a dumb sounding right. name. <laughs> okay, uh, I heard a kid. Uh, his name was Kodiak today, and mm. I'm just like, oh, come on. Just stop it. What, what's what's his other son's name? Copenhagen? Probably. <laughs> or rough, Red, Roughneck or... Red Man? Red, yeah. I'm, I, just, I'm just coming up with different uh, names for uh, smokeless tobacco. <laughs> skull. 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 Um, skull Daddy's name, Skull. Well, speaking of that uh, tall grass beer, the Grizz, you call him Grizzly. Oh, yeah. There you go. Oh, shit. I mean, but Cody, like, that's just so, like, <laughs> do you live in the middle of nowhere, Alaska? Do you have friends? Do you talk to people? Like, what is wrong with you? What the? How did that make it past, like, off of the drawing board and onto the birth certificate? I don't know, man. Like, yeah. Come on. Sometimes, people, sometimes people's names just, uh, they're, they're too much. I don't, don't. Yeah, like uh, like I, uh, I said earlier, whenever people try to get too fancy with their names and their spelling, because Kristen was spelled with an E, get it right, right? Um, I mean, I got an email yesterday and it was like Denise, not D nice. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, it was spelled D E N I E S E. And I'm just like, why? What's up with that extra E in there? Come on, D-Nice. Well, fancy. You know? Fancy, huh? You want to go back in time and slap your parents. I, I mean... Oh, I got an email the other day. Sorry, I keep I keep villaining you right here. No, no, so, go ahead. Yeah, first name... Well, you know what? I'm going to just go ahead and pump the brakes. <laughs> you realize that it was about to get you in trouble outside of this mm-hmm. podcast? Yeah, so uh, <laughs> what were you going to say about Montana Mike's? No, uh, I, I don't even remember what her kid's name was. I just remember, like, there was one morning. You know how everybody had, like, every every company has that like one meeting that you have to show up to at like five a.m. to get all the training out of the way with like all in one foul swoop. Yeah. So went into work at six o'clock on a Sunday morning to work at Home Depot. Go over OSHA training and like how cool we're gonna be as a company in Norman and. uh old 19 year old teen mom shows up with her kid she's like because she made a big deal out of it like oh i'm gonna have to bring in my child is that gonna be a problem and they're like no because it's early i have to worry about daycare and at the just time go, uh, use some of the chain link fencing out in the garden section make a little play pit for him yeah, just tie him up no big deal so <laughs> uh-huh <laughs> i saw your message that's awful yeah you probably shouldn't uh so we 
anyway, I show up and I meet my donut watching uh watching everybody else stumble, stagger in from their late night that they spent. And in walks old teen mom holding hands with her kid, and I thought to myself, get the fuck out. <laughs> like what what what? That kid is like drive it she that kid drove you here. That's how old this kid was. <laughs> Like it was ridiculous, and at the time, I, you know, not knowing any better, and growing up around the people that I grew up around, I was like, "What? What happened? I'm sorry, sweetie. What can I help you with?" Meanwhile, she's like, "No, this is how shit goes down. Like, I've got a fucking five year old, and she's doing well. I'm doing okay, and everything's all all good. Here I am, passing judgment on her, not wanting to have a threesome with her and her wicked friend." <laughs> Thinking back on it, I'm like, damn, Brian, that was really, like, they probably think I'm gay as shit. Like, <laughs> it was like, no there goes the gayest man that ever knew he wasn't gay. Like, uh, man, I had a similar opportunity. Uh, I feel like I should still go on, like, the missed connections Craigslist page <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> uh, anyhow, we can, <laughs> we can go further into that. Is there a, um, is there a statute of limitations on the missed connections Craigslist? Because if I go on, I'm like, Eighth grade, I was at the I was at the zoo, and you looked at me, and we touched hands as we were trying to feed goose pellets to the geese, and and you, no, I don't know, it still might work out. You were wearing Spice Girl shoes, and I thought to myself, "This is the hottest bitch I've ever seen." Oh yeah, and she's like, "So here's a story from A to Z. You want to get with me? You better listen carefully." Uh oh, yeah. Spice Girls fan, I see. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it is at this point in the program that Brian stopped paying attention to the recording of the podcast and got lost in conversation with Dear Sweet Parker. Unfortunately, that means that he didn't catch all the hums, buzzes, and pops coming out of his own microphone and being recorded. So while I apologize that you've missed out on this wonderful content, we're going to jump ahead for your own sanity and catch up with Brian and Parker as they talk about the United States hate map. And I uh, wanted to give a quick update on the hate map, uh, our hate map update that we're wanting to do every now and then. Have you, uh, Parker, have you witnessed any more uh, hate groups around your area? I say that knowing the answer. Oh, sh- I don't, uh, I don't know the answer to this. Well, Alex, um, Parker, oh, we're not, we're not you... Playing yeah, we're not playing that. We've we've flipped the channel. We're not doing we're not doing that anymore. Um, we're on that weird uh, like you thought it was a Mexican channel the entire time, but it turns out that it is just a local access TV channel. And now there's a white guy uh, sitting behind a desk with a bunch of papers in front of him. You guys don't know that channel? It's channel. It's not a setup. <laughs> no, it's not. It's just an observation about local access TV. <laughs> Um, no, uh, Parker, the reason I bring it up is because I believe Tulsa and Northeast Oklahoma in general had about three to four hate groups that were registered last time we covered this topic. And now oh. there's only one. Mm, did they have a hate group like brawl and one of them just dominated all the other three? I don't think so. In all honesty, the entire state of Oklahoma has reduced its hate groups down to five. Wow. Or, or they ran out of money and had to move out of state. No, they bring, <laughs> like, they're joining forces, right? So now it's not only the like 
we hate blacks and Mexicans. It's also we hate blacks and Mexicans and Chevy trucks and Apple products hate group. You know, like I don't think that's it. Uh... I think they're consolidating, dude, because there's not there's there's a uh, strength in, in numbers, right? Um, I don't think so. Uh, I'm, yeah. just, I'm just going to be honest with you. The uh, majority, and when I say majority, four out of five groups in the state of Oklahoma that are registered on the hate map, the SPLC uh, website. Four, not to be confused with SPCA. Not to be, definitely not the same thing. That that hate group is it's non-existent because they're all dogs. Uh, Although I do hate their commercials. Yes. Especially Sarah McLaughlin. So four out of the five are are black separatist groups, which, contrary to popular belief, are not pro-black groups. (laughs) They just want segregation. So that definitely sounds like pro-black. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're separating from, like, almost like when, you know, the South seceded from the Union. Uh Uh-huh. Just like that. Except... This is more of a, more of a real like, I say, blood and soil separation that they're wanting. There are that's interesting. In which case, I know that there are a couple black communities in 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 the state of Oklahoma. Yeah, there's two. They're registered out at four six nine, East Fourth Street. No, no, the there's a couple of Nation of Islam groups in Oklahoma. I guess there's two. And the other two are more general blacks should be away from everyone else. And then there's an anti-LGBT group there in Oklahoma City. So Windsor Hills Baptist Church. Real good group of people. You want to go hang out there. They look like real fun fun people. So, But are what, they not, are they not uh, anti-LGBTQ? They're just anti-LGBT? Yeah, they're okay with queers. You know, oh, okay. they don't mess around with that. Um, gotcha. But it's just uh, lesbians by everything But else. I think they're holding a board meeting and they're like, I think that we should all vote to include that we are also against queers. I think, SP- I think the SPLC is more uh, just not acknowledging, which is just just it's it's hateful to me. I, I bring that up to say good good on Oklahoma. Uh, let me just get you. A, oh fuck! I turned the sound down. Son of a bitch. Good job, Oklahoma, and getting rid of like three or four hate groups in the last year. Congratulations. Uh, Texas, what the fuck? Uh, in North Texas alone, they've grown by at least four or five hate groups, and I don't think it's people traveling south. One hate group in particular up in Denison, Texas. Denison, what the fuck are you doing? ISD Records is one of our favorites, is a hate music group. Which, when I look into that, I read up a little fun fact that uh, one of the one of the lead singers of ISD Records, which is more of like a fucking whole conglomerate of musical artists, well, uh, musician, no, uh, oh yeah, that's right, shitheads who play instruments and uh, scream hate into microphones. One of those guys used to be a police chief in Colbert, Oklahoma. <laughs> Up until they, the people of Colbert, Oklahoma, found out that he was in a, uh, oh, oh, a neo-Nazi metal group in Denison, Texas. 
So real pieces of shit in Oklahoma in, in North Texas. Congratulations. He probably shouldn't have posted those pictures on his MySpace. Yeah, of him sitting in, oh, oh, or better yet, Parker, been in a fucking documentary about neo Nazi metal in two thousand and three. What the what are you doing? What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> that reminds me, remember American History X with Edward Norton? Yes. Um weren't they like uh, in the music business or putting records or books to like race racist books out or i think they were more in preserving preserving hate speech (laughs) well no i mean above that though there was like bands or something like i don't know the the brotherhood like put out i don't know i'm just gonna stop talking uh but i will say (laughs) that um i just cracked another beer um, oh, are you want to play a uh, beer count real quick? Hold on. I'm going to play the beer count and I'll let you uh, talk about it. All right. Hear ye, hear ye. It's time for a beer count. Listen to the track. Beers. Okay, so uh, while while playing Hate Jeopardy, um, I had a beer by a brewery here in Tulsa, Dead Armadillo Brewing Company, um, or Dead Armadillo Brewery, rather, no co on the end, and it's called Tulsa Flag, so it's a Blondo, is what they bill it as, uh, pretty good, not my favorite, I don't know if I'll buy any more. Uh, not sure the ABV percentage on this beer, but, uh, not bad, but, uh, I just cracked a, another beer from Iron Monk that our fearless leader, Brian, uh, had a beer of earlier. Uh, it's Iron Monk's Milk Stout, which is probably, I mean, their quote unquote flagship beer. Um, and yeah, it's damn good. And I got real corny with it here, and I'm drinking it out of my nice Iron Monk pint glass. Uh, pretty legit. On the back says Stillwater. So, yeah, again, out of Stillwater, Oklahoma, like like Brianna said. Um, it's a damn good beer. I don't know, you know, and I feel bad saying this because I want to support local, but I just feel like Left Hand's Milk Stout is still better. I don't know. For Maybe sure. Maybe I'm a jerk. No, for sure. So, like, <clears throat> what separates the two? The ABV on uh, on Iron Monk's Milk Stout is really high. I mean, really, really high. I think the nitrogenation. <laughs> this sounds that sounds like a really pretentious word, but the, the nitrogen infused versions of Left Hand Milk Stout make that beer really, 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 really good. The standard CO2 versions of milk of their milk stout are just as good, uh, but it's because it's also like six percent the way milk stout should be. There's a milk stout down here in Dallas, uh, Lakewood Temptress. I think I sent that up for y'all uh, in that little beer care pack that I sent up. That one is a nine percent milk stout as well, but it is really, really well done because the alcohol is subdued and hidden behind a lot of big flavors. From what I remember, when I tasted uh, Iron Monk's Milk Stout, that alcohol was very present. <laughs> well, 
I'm going to shit on your hate parade here and inform you that Iron Monk's Milk Stout is, in fact, 6% ABV. Is it really? Shit. It, is. it says it right, right chair on the back of the can. Shit, maybe they changed their formula because I remember when I had I had a Milk Stout from Iron Monk at Pub W in Norman, Oklahoma. And remember, I have a fucking Rain Man-like beer memory. Uh, it was an, it was a pretty high ABV. I thought it was close to nine, but let me go to my untapped page. And unless those motherfuckers rechecked in and re re like classified the beer, I'm almost positive it was up there. But like I said, I've been wrong before. So, oh, fuck me. It was only 6%. I've, that, that, I, that does not seem right to me. That does not seem right. Okay, well, I, I could be wrong. I'm not going to say that I am, but could be wrong. Because, see, I had that beer back. Let's see. Thanks to Untapped, it tells me when I fucking had it, too. I really need to start one of those. I had it back in... Wait, no, that can't be right. I had it in July? There had to be a different... Iron, no, I had it at Pub W. <laughs> fucking A. Okay. Okay, oh, sorry. Like the, I'm sorry. I, I stopped the uh, sports expert right now and... His head explodes whenever. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I can't fucking take it, man. It's yeah. weird because I just described everything, every every experience that I had by that beer, Pub W in like. That's it, weird. All right, man. So six percent. Right. I good. know what happened. You got the one nine point four percent ABV Iron Monk milk stuff that they put out. No, and it just forever tainted your opinion. I don't know what the hell happened. I'm going to have to, I, I honestly, I'm going to reach out to them on the no beer left behinds email and I'm gonna be like, did you ever put out a 9% stout? <laughs> and if, if you did, what was the name of it? Cause you know, I did that when I went to rough tail, uh, which is a stout, which can lead me into a fucking lead me into a little segue to what I'm drinking. But when I went to rough tail with our buddy, Jay, and we were, we met the head brewer and a couple of the marketing people, Mm-hmm. Uh, like I, I, I straight up asked him because, yeah, I'm, I had just finished off my Polar Eclipse from Rough Tail, which is a twelve and a half percent Imperial Stout, which is damn good. But I asked him, I was like, "You guys used to make this beer in a sixteen ounce can. What the hell? It was a porter. Like it was not this good. Clearly not this good. It had the same label design, everything, just in a sixteen ounce can, and it was a porter. And they were like, "No, we didn't." I go, "No, this was like." four years ago, three years ago. And both of like the brewer and the marketing guy both stopped. And they were like, okay, we did. It was called polar night, but we've removed all like remnants of that beer ever existing. And I was like, oh, See? it's kind of like how we removed everything about the trail of tears out of our American history textbooks. I was thinking more along the lines of that, that, that dreadful podcast that we did with Troy when he admitted <laughs> to having sex with his manager at that yeah, pizza right. restaurant. <laughs> you know, something we actually that, like all destroyed our hard drives and everything. Yeah. You know, I was I was thinking something more along the lines of it's like eh, it's not really damaging to people, but it just saves some people some heartache. You know, and not like real heartache, but just like loss of an hour. So, <laughs> but yeah, I was like, okay, so my beer memory is good, and I'm pretty sure I had a beer that was higher in alcohol from Iron Monk early on because it was back in the day when they only had like two beers but anyway you know, all that aside anywho um, they have a jalapeno chocolate stout okay. as well okay I could be here for that something of the something of the sorts 
uh, Iron Monk, that is. And I, you know, when I first went there to the brewery there in Stillwater, um, got a flight, and when I was selecting my, you know, five different choices or whatever it was, I saw that, and I was like, man, that sounds like just straight dog shit. Um, <laughs> like, I'd rather drink a Zima. But I got it and wound up being probably my second favorite beer of theirs. They have a, a PC IPA or something like that, Payne County, something or other, that was really good. But uh, the chocolate jalapeno style, I think it is, uh, delectable uh, at Iron Monk Brewing. Uh, so check it out if you're in God's country. Yeah. No, the cool part about Iron Monk is also they, they from what I can tell, they have pretty good distribution on all their all their brands. Yeah, dude. It whenever they hit the market, it was pretty impressive. Uh, they, I wouldn't say flooded it, but it was um, at first the first liquor store I saw that had it, and I was like, all right, represent, you know. And then it seemed like all of them had it overnight, and it, you know, to be a small local beer get distributed like that even in state i mean speaks volumes i guess you know uh word of mouth spread good quality the the brewery is really cool too i think i sent you all pictures whenever i went last year oh yeah um cool tap room everything cool history of the building that they're in and well i mean it's in stillwater oklahoma so it is uh, everything about it is great Hey, I, I was going to say, Brian, uh, on this Dead Armadillo beer that I'm drinking right now, this Tulsa Flag, uh-huh. um, this is a can, obviously, a 12-ounce can, but it's clearly wrapped. Yes. But legit-looking wrapped. Like, I mean... Yeah, so uh, this Polar Eclipse that I just showed, that I just held up to the can- like camera, Yeah, it's like this cool matte gray finish. But yeah. it also is wrapped. Dude, yeah. Well, let me show you this one. This one is very matte finish as well, as you can see. Yeah. And I don't know. It seems like uh, either the wraps have come a long way or, you know, some of the other ones that I've seen really look real slapped on there haphazardly, kind of shitty. But this little seam in the back, this little ball sack seam. Yeah. I mean, that is straight Yeah. It's professional. Easy. Versus like those uh, beers that I got from the brewery in Lincoln. Yeah. Um, they were clearly a sticker, you know. It was clearly a generic stock um, silver aluminum can with <laughs> a label thrown on it, right? It might as well have been like a, a label maker. I mean, they looked okay. I'm not completely crapping on them. But these, I mean, if you, if you weren't looking or you were novice, I mean, you wouldn't even – put two and two together and, and, and notice that minus the feel to the can, of course, but you know, dumb people probably wouldn't catch that. No, it's, it, it's, it is kind of weird. I've, I have noticed the same thing too, Parker, that over the last two years, especially like I can tell when cans were wrapped, like I can absolutely tell, but I think because more and more people are doing it, like I feel like the printing has gotten better. So, or is there a different tier? Uh, like you can say, I want the always save version uh, just as long as my cans have something that's cool 
versus uh, like these people. So and this one, this, this can that I are have, paying more money, right? This can that I have here, that's a wrap, and it's fucking that's dope awesome. looking. But it, and it's like a sixteen ounce wrap. However, like this, tisn't a wrap. Super simple, but it's also kind of like I don't know if you can see the lion and bear, like yeah. in the can. It's shit like that that you can't get in a wrapped can. So I, yeah. like I can see the the benefits one way or the other. Yeah, I, I don't know. I see you know as far as but then again cost efficiency, the wrap being where it's at. That is also a wrap. Looks dope as shit. Old Moe's. Yeah. It really does. The artwork on craft beer. I'm, you know what? I, I hadn't thought about this. I am really surprised that the big boys haven't jumped on board with that shit yet. It's because it actually costs money. to like. It's because artists understand. But the money that they have. Though. No, 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 no. Artists understand what they can charge for their product. And people who have national distribution, they know, like artists know that they can charge a shit ton of money to like charge big breweries. And also big breweries usually want to do a one and done design. They'll keep the same design on their product for at least two years. Yeah. They ain't redoing it. Smaller craft breweries can ask an artist like, Hey, go, go, go wild. Here's the name of the beer that we have. Go wild. And then next year when we do it, we'll have you do another run and they'll pay like they, the artists know that that's like a legitimate source of income if they continue to do it. Did they bring uh, artists uh, in house? Sometimes it wouldn't be probably in the artist's best interest, but oh, so, yeah, uh, yeah. Salary. I mean, if you if you're turning, you know, if you've got a portfolio of twelve different beers, you know, and you're changing it up annually, or yeah, there's whatever. some there's some breweries that do. There are also some breweries who are owned by graphic designers, and those are the ones that have some really cool shit, like Lakewood in Dallas. Lakewood was st- like Wim Benz, the owner and, and founder. He's a, him and his wife are both graphic designers. So that's well, why all that of... makes perfect sense then. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, and that's also, I mean, that's a win win. Cause you're putting out, you know, your publications and your uh, social media, your flyers and uh, above the urinals at bars yep. advertising for fucking karaoke night or Super Bowl with. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's the way to do it right there then. Well, and, 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 and you, you just nailed on all the things that set that brewery apart from other breweries in the area. Everybody else is struggling to find some like real niche product. Lakewood just puts out a consistent product with consistent branding that customers and, and, and like beer buyers can identify with. They know that if they walk in and they see a white package with red, like with a red shield, uh, a red, you know, circular shield badge looking thing, they know they're getting temptress every time. So it's like, it's shit like that that people don't think about that there's like some subliminal subliminal work that goes into advertising. And that's one of those things. Uh, as far as art on cans go and art on labels, I never thought that I could, I would ever find myself identifying with those people who are like, Oh, I like it because the package looks cute. But at the same time, like I bought old Moe's from Martin house brewing because I fucking loved the goddamn can artwork. Like, hold on. I'm going to go grab the box that it came in and it'll blow your fucking mind. Hold on. I'm sorry. Okay, can you play that off-brand Jeopardy music while you're gone? No, I'm right back. I just have to stand up. Okay, so so keep in mind, when you buy most like limited-release craft beers, you're either buying like a 12-ounce bottle or like a 22-ounce bottle. Martin House Brewing in Fort Worth 
has done this deal where they do two 12-ounce cans in a box. That's the box. I'm holding it back so you can kind of see like how big it is. Nothing too fancy. But what's cool is this is the artwork. And I know it I don't know if it's reversed on your screen, but Nope. Like you see it's like a dude Yeah. Getting attacked by a fucking bear. Like wow, that's straight up reverent dude, style. It's cool as shit. And then when you take the box apart, like this is like I said, this is some real beard nerd shit that I'm going that I that I'm living right now. But you could take the box apart, and you have a whole piece of artwork here. <laughs> but every one okay. of them... Well, I mean, what are you going to hang that on your wall or something? Maybe. Uh, anyway, on the <laughs> no, inside... It, on the inside... Please put it back there by your on on the, on the, beer here. In, <laughs> on, the, on the inside, I got drunk one night and fucking drew no beer left behind on the uh, different panels. <laughs> yeah, I think I remember that video. You sent us... Yeah. Or maybe you even Instagrammed it. I don't know. Yeah, but it's um, it, it's one of those deals where like for for people who drink beer because they appreciate the art of crafting a recipe to put actual art into the beer is is fucking great. Yeah. It's next level. It's fantastic. Dude, that looks yeah, that that looks like a high dollar bottle of wine or something like And the cool and the again the cool part is this box of two cans was 10 bucks. Uh, dude, shit, that ain't cool. Toucans are, like, uh, on the endangered species list. Oh, yeah, well, uh, you try to shoot them in the face. Mm. But, hey, uh, go ahead. Uh, speaking of marketing and labels, have you seen that wine that you, like, scan over it with oh. your camera? And 19 the, Crimes, yeah. Dude, and they start talking? Yeah, that's pretty sweet, right? What the hell? Do you have to have, like, a certain app or something before you scan over it? Yeah, so you have to have an app. Uh, it's a free okay. application. But it uses... From? Uh, okay. uh, yeah, from them. It uses augmented reality, which is essentially, like... I don't know how to say it. It's like a video QR code. So, basically, yeah, the camera... Yeah, I know. Obviously, it, it, whenever you scan over this certain person's face, it's already pre-queued. To, but the cool thing is, is, like, as soon as you move the camera off of it, it stops talking and it's mm-hmm. like, it's kind of creepy, but it's certainly, um, where shit is heading. Yeah. You know, it's... I envision here real soon, speaking of, you know, things above the urinal at a bar, you just scanning your camera over it and it's a, you know, then it starts saying, yeah, you know, Tuesday night, come join us for the Super Bowl. We've got free hot wings and blah, blah, blah. And then, that's a commercial right there, dude. Yeah. Um, so kudos to 19 Crimes. If you guys haven't seen it, you can YouTube videos of it. It's it's kind of creepy, cool. Um, yeah, check it out. Go on, Brian. I rudely oh, interrupted you there. No, it is. Uh, th- that shit is really cool. As a matter of fact, we heard about that. So my wife picked up a bottle of 19 Crimes because for a little while she got really into uh, a, a spirit barrel aged red wine which if you've never had it is actually really goddamn good. Uh, it's just like wine, but with more booze. So more better. Anyway, uh, she bought a bottle of it and at the checkout, like at the, in the checkout line, this lady in front of us stopped and she goes, you guys have to go online. You have to go onto your phone, download the 19 crimes app. And that dude talks to you. Now this woman, and I'm saying woman, she had like four teenage kids. Okay. So for her to take time, stop, and turn around, like stop her, like stop from going out to the car to tell us about how cool this wine was. 
<laughs> I was like, <laughs> one, you might have a drinking problem, lady. Two, thank you. Because it was some pretty cool entertainment when we got home. Because they're like literally telling you a li- like the backstory behind the wine, the marketing story behind the wine. But again, it's cool just because you get to watch people's faces move on your camera. Is it pricey? No, man. It's like, like $13 a bottle is most we've ever seen it. You can, okay. go, to, you can go to Total and buy so it for how nine. is a Boone's Farm um, the first to put out such cool advertising? Well, it's not Boone's Farm. That's actually... I mean, pretty, no, I know, but I'm just saying, like a thirteen bottle of wine, thirteen dollar bottle of wine. I mean, you really, might as well be like the natty light of wine, right? Not really. In the grand of things. Not not necessarily, but at the same time, like to sell a thirteen dollar bottle of wine to people, sometimes you you have to put a little extra marketing into it to oh, get okay. people to get, to get people to buy that instead of a nine dollar bottle of wine, or to keep people from buying a nineteen dollar bottle of wine. But the you cool think part of the about, sheer volume of uh, wine that they've sold just based on the marketing and that uh, that has generated. Yeah. There will be people that listen to this that go out and buy one to to see the coolness. Now, sure, you can YouTube it and. No, it's, uh, but it's, it's not quite the same unless it's on your counter at home and you're showing your wife who has no clue about uh, what's about to occur. Yeah, right. It's it's um, it's it's a fucking cool experience, and honestly, that's what I um I I had a Firestone Walker beer earlier that's not on the market yet. It's called Nitro Merlin Milk Stout, and it's their first nitrogenated beer. I was looking forward to the beer experience, and when I poured. The beer experience that I got was fucking awesome because I got to watch the cascading nitro, you know, the the, the foam building up at the top and the, the drink. I got the little nitro milk mustache every time that I took a oh, sip. Yeah. And it's a cool beer experience. And I think that's, I mean, I don't think, I know that's what people want when they spend their hard-earned dollar on something that they don't need. Does that make sense? So for yep. to get that little like thirty second extra bit at the you know at the beginning or middle of your wine drinking experience, that's fucking cool and will keep people like going back because they have different varietals and each varietal has a different story. So therefore, you're like, man, I've never had a Shiraz, but I'm gonna fucking buy it to see what old Timmy boy says about being in prison, because yeah. every one of their wines has a story about how it was created. Now whether it's true or not, it's probably not, but it's a fun experience. It's cool. Dude, I see that being the future of marketing, not just in alcohol sales, but in everything. Dude, I had a, I had an idea when I first got into beer that I wanted to open a brewery, and this is probably whatever. If you had this idea already, it probably has already failed, so I don't give a fuck. But I wanted to open a brewery, <laughs> and I wanted, I wanted to put QR codes on every glass. And every glass obviously would, you know, be served for specific beers so that when you or even coasters put it on the table, doesn't matter. You scan the QR code because at the time QR codes were the shit. They were real, real cutting edge. Um, But when you scan the QR code, like it would be me talking about the beer that I made. So it would be me describing a beer because at the time, like or in still, I would rather hear from the brewer or the most knowledgeable person about the beer in the restaurant to tell me about that beer. I don't want a waitress having to one, learn all that information and pass that information on to me or two, like have them screw it up in any way, shape or form. And it's not their fault. They have other shit that they need to be doing. They don't need to be learning about the fucking intricacies of IBUs and what varietal of hop I used. They, they just, they don't need to know that. But if, if the consumer could hear from me, 
telling them about the beer that they're drinking. Like, I thought that would be the fucking coolest. And to this date, I have never been to a brewery where that has taken place. Dude, yeah, that's no, that's an awesome idea. And then at the end of your little, like, 25-second clip, it could cut to you just doing the helicopter. Oh, shit, yeah. No, it turned into fucking meat spin dot whatever uh, IPA they're drinking. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Damn it, I should have seen that one coming. The name of the beer was Meat Spin IPA. <laughs> Every goddamn time. <laughs> the last four beers that I've had from them has just been him slinging his dick around at the end of every video. <laughs> but yet I keep scanning these QR codes on my coasters. <laughs> you know what? Next time I'm going to scan it, I'm going to stop looking at 20 seconds in. <laughs> Next review is only 15 seconds long, homie. And guess and what happens? <laughs> tick spin, tick spin, tick spin. Every time. All right, Parker. Uh, do you have uh, Do you have any uh, grinds my gears real quick as we wrap up? I yeah, I I, I do. Um, Let me. Parker, tell me what's gonna get you all fired up. Okay. Tags in clothing. Okay. Very the, specific. Not necessary. Just. Just stop doing it. Just stop it. Um, come on, it's not 1992. Like you're talking just, about the you talk about the sizing tags on the, like the neck of sizing a- slash it says the brand. Okay. And All right. You should totally machine wash this on cold. Um, <laughs> and if you're racist, you shouldn't wash your whites with your coloreds. That, um, that does. I think it's colors. You don't have to put the e d s on the end. It's oh, just yeah plural of color another hate group it is the racist the, clothing tag group of oklahoma the parker washing machine club of oklahoma <laughs> uh, uh so yeah what you dude okay listen and maybe i'm weird i've always hated tags in my clothing like i don't like them itching me especially shirts okay so i get a new shirt i mean since i've been old enough to handle scissors with a tip i know frank you're not quite there yet you're still using the little rounded ones yeah, but one safety day, scissors we'll oh my God. um as soon as you stop running with those rounded scissors frank we'll let you graduate so i've always cut tags and it's just i don't know it's a thing and and i feel like uh my daughter's already like picked up on that and because she's you know she'll even like kind of scratch at her back of her and i'm like oh, i'm sorry yeah i don't know why freaking granimals insist on putting tags you know or whatever carters or whatever the other um but okay right now i'm wearing pep ass uh under armor sweatpants um right so it's just kind of like uh funny um contradictive you know it's like under armor is usually really nice but yet you're just lounging on your couch not doing anything no, it's perfectly fine. High, yeah, high performance usually associated with like athletes. No, no high perfor- high performance <laughs> athletes such as yourself really need to rest and relax sometimes. Yes, for us <laughs> athletes. Um, okay, so yeah, I got these for Christmas. Cool, great, like usable gift. You know, usually clothing gifts. You're like, eh, uh, about that, Grandma. I actually haven't worn a medium since ninth grade. Um, <laughs> those type of yeah. Yay. Uh, but, okay, nice, super cool, nice, comfortable sweatpants. Feels like I'm wearing a fleece blanket. Okay, the inside the back of them, dude, 
looks like the side of a fucking new mattress. I mean, <laughs> it was like eight different tags, all just real. I don't. I don't know. One of them. One of them straight up looked like a CVS receipt. And anybody who knows what I'm talking about, <laughs> CVS receipts are about a foot and a half long. Yep, I know exactly what you're talking about. Are you back? Yeah, I'm back. Okay. <laughs> All right, CVS uh, receipts are about a mile long. Hello? Yes. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Parker, can you hear me? Here. All right. Uh, yeah, I think... I think that was the CVS Illuminati just cut me off. Oh, don't get Charlie Daniels fired up about the Illuminati. He'll fucking lay into you. That may be for another day. <laughs> Anyways, I mean, these were like legit tags. Like, I don't know. You could have used some of them as fall protection. They were so stout and strong. They were really <laughs> in there, too. And it was one of those that was like four thick, seriously, like a, on the side of a pillow or mm-hmm. on a new mattress. And I was just like, come on, Under Armour. You're better than that. No, nah, they're not. Like, they're ain't really nobody not. got time for tags anymore. Put that shit in ink or or the little whatever on the back of your shirt. Or you know, A lot of places have gotten with the times, but tags no, and clothing really grinds my gears. I can't be the only one out there. No, I, I get it. Um, there's sometimes that... I just hate. Oh well, I'm gonna I'm gonna say it. I hate sizes of clothing, and I'm not saying that because I need to lose weight. Because I get that, and I understand that, and you fucking calm down, people on, <laughs> on social media. But uh, no, I hate I hate different sizes, and 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 when I say different sizes, I mean like if I want an XL, I want a fucking XL that fits the same way as every other XL. I don't want a California mm-hmm. XL. Because right now, right right now, like my wife got me a badass shirt that is a California double XL. Okay, I need <laughs> what a, a what is a California let XL? Me, let me explain. I I don't okay. need a I don't need a California double XL. I need an Ohio XL. Okay, that's what I need. California double XL is uh, for that dude who was just born with fucking big ass bones. Okay, so yeah, he's got broad shoulders like myself. But then he's got a fucking nice toit V, like, cut into his lower abdomen. He's rocking a six-pack and do nothing but inverted sit-ups all day. And just, I just got a, a sweet, sweet trail of muscles and chiseled parts down to my D-snack. Uh, yeah, no, I don't need, trail to boot. I don't need, I don't need a fucking double XL... <laughs> I don't need, I don't know what the fuck Villem just posed, but family has a poop knife. Um, I I don't need a California double XL. I need a, an Ohio XL, which means like, yeah, I'm big, whatever, and it's all around. It's just a big a bigger shirt. It's an extra large shirt. I don't need my shoulders to fit nice, but my gut to protrude like I'm a fucking like a pregnant woman. Like, this, that's what this shirt is. Like, it's a nice shirt. I like it. I like the concept of it. My shoulders fit in it nice. My, everything else is great, except for my belly. I don't need that there. I don't need it to point out, like, hey, instead of friend of the pod, your shirt needs to say friend of the gym, because it's not it's not good. Anyway, that's an inside Dude, joke. For is this shirt. actual terminology you're dropping on me here? What, friend of the pod? No, no, no. Oh, California the double XL. states. No, but I just assume. Uh, yeah, I just assume. I, I assume because uh, so I, I bought a shirt from an Ohio brewery, and that shirt double XL fit just fine. Matter of fact, made me feel roomy. 
Like I felt like I could I could like be myself. I could be I could be I could be me. I didn't need to be fucking body shamed by a goddamn t-shirt. But then I buy a double XL shirt from a fucking Southern California company, and lo and behold, I feel like I gotta be high and tight all the time. Goddamn it, because my gut protrudes. And then I wash it one time, and it shrinks fifteen sizes, and it turns into a goddamn smedium from a double XL. I don't need okay. that. I don't need that in my life. So you know why you had me hook, line, and sinker that this is actual terminology, right? No, why? Think about it. And we were just talking about mattresses a second ago. Oh, yeah, California King. Yeah, no, that makes sense. (laughs) It makes sense, but at the same time, like, I don't need a, again, I don't need a longer shirt. I just need you to put more fucking fabric around the gut. How about that? Like, (laughs) yeah. Yeah, I could use like an extra yard around the waistline. That'd be great. <laughs> yeah, I'm needing I'm needing about half yard here, half yard there. Build it all up, and I've got about another quarter of a shirt that I need attached to this shirt right now. <laughs> I told I told my wife that, and she was like, "She, I go, I love the shirt, but it's a it's a California double X." And she goes, "What does that mean?" I go, "Well, it's for people who were born bigger." And she was like, "Oh, okay." I go, no, 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 no. Born bigger, not got bigger. There's a difference. There's a very big difference this in is that. This a double X for The Rock. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I was like, this is for a double X for people who fucking try hard to be a double X. I'm trying right. to be a single X right now. I'm really trying to be a single X, and this shirt's not fucking helping. You it up with, this is a double X for healthy people, sweetheart. <laughs> yeah, well, I was trying to... I, 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 hey, Parker, I don't want to body shame myself, okay? Because that's not what I'm into right now. I'm trying to be positive. Uh, new year, new me. Okay. New year, new uh, you. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. You should put a lot of hashtags out there in Facebook posts about you going to the gym. I'm going to try to. As a matter of fact, I posted a picture of myself with uh, one of my favorite brewers this last week on Instagram. And I realized I as I'm posting it, I'm like, you fat fuck. Like, <laughs> like I had to put in the bottom of it. I'm like, it looks like I got stung by a whole hive of bees. I don't know what the fuck happened here. <laughs> Like, I thoroughly enjoyed that. I'm sure there were some people who were scratching their heads, like, "What is he talking about, man? If he if he's known to have anaphylactic shock from bee stings, he should get to the hospital." No, I just looked fat. Yeah, that was all it was. And then knowing, I'm like, well, I, yeah." I looked at that same shirt in my closet. I'm like, "You fuck! God damn it!" Well, um, by the way, these pimp uh, Under Armour sweatpants are reminding me that I'm overweight right now. So, yeah. but they're an XL, you know. But I, by God, I stuck with it, you know. You keep doing crunches until you can until you can fit comfortably until those XLs can slide off and that's your that's your goal pants. Yeah, maybe I'll just take them scissors and Sit. cut a little V notch in the waist. <laughs> keep those double XLs around a little bit longer. Do you have uh, Do you have any other grinds in my gears? Because I, I mean, I, I'm not hating. I'm not hating on the old tags because sometimes when I buy a dress shirt, it takes me 30 minutes to cut off all the tags. <laughs> like, Oh yeah, dude! You got to perform surgery, and then it's always a real fine balancing act. You don't want to get too close. Oh yeah, no. To I the goods. I bought a because right? then you can ruin oh, an eighty dollars shirt. I had to buy a sport jacket uh, not too long ago to go to a fucking convention. That's because you're athletic, right? Yep, that's it. That's why. Um, jacket, yeah. I, I like to think of sport jackets as sports anchor jackets. That's really what they are. <laughs> so uh, I had to buy one of those, and I'm like. Because the uh, the ones that I had clearly didn't fit. I was like, oh, cool. I bought this at a different point in my life. So I had to buy a different jacket. And when I got home, I'm like, all right, can I get this ready to go? And then I literally, you're right. I had to perform surgery to remove all the stitching, all the like mm-hmm. ran, like the shipping stitching 
the different, like the 18 different placements of tags. You're like, oh, you got a sleeve tag, you got a collar tag, you got an inside collar tag, you got an outside uh, lapel tag. And down by your love handle, there's sometimes another little tag. Oh, yeah. Oh, you, you the back of your jacket? Did you cut those tags? Did you cut yeah. those, those stitchings off? Oh, no, because you're going to look like a real asshole if you walk and you got one of those stuck on you. Yeah. It fucking sucks. You literally have to go through and reverse engineer all the shit that it took to ship that that piece of clothing from China, probably over here to America. And you're like, ah, damn it! I just want to fucking, I just want to wear this jacket, sit through this convention, drink some beer, and go home. That's all I want to do. Anyway, I feel your pain. It's what a long yeah. story, long story longer. I feel your pain. Side note, listeners, he kept all those tags on, and then he returned that shit after the convention. Honestly thought about it. I'm not going to lie, because I was like, I'm not going to fucking use this again. <laughs> Macy's doesn't give a shit. <laughs> okay, so I do have another Grasp My Gears here. Mm-hmm. And you guys know, uh, anybody who's listened to this for any extended amount of time, uh, first off, you're twisted in the mind if you've really been with us for almost two years now. But, uh, okay. I'm not the most tech-savvy person. I do the bare minimum. I uh, I don't push my Galaxy S8 to its ultimate extremes and its full capacity of the functions that it can perform. I text and call and use the interwebs. Um, and that's about it, you know. I know that you can actually do a, a ton more. I, I, uh, I'm, like, human-braining it. I'm only using about 10% of its full capabilities. Anyhow, um... What I'm about to tell you is, I from what I've gathered, I'm talking about Snapchat here, okay? Okay. So that's the build-up to the Grinds My Gears. Um, <laughs> these pictures, they've got to stop. Of the fucking little dog nose and the dog tongue sticking out and the little flowers in the hair or the tiara on or, you know, like the superimposed stuff on top of your photos. Like, okay, one, every now and then I get it. It was kind of funny whenever that technology first came out where it could analyze your facial structure and correctly place a nose over your nose and a dog tongue over your tongue. Cool. Right. But that was 2015. Um, Stop it. You just you just look dumb. You just stop it. You should uh have this is <clears throat> dad to dad. Do you have Snapchat right now? No, I don't. No. Mm-mm. You should don't have Twitter either. You you should, if nothing else for those filters, and then watch your kids play with those filters. It's fucking awesome. Uh, okay, I see that. But, I see that. But okay, notice notice that. notice how many times I post Snapchat photos. Never. I just have Snapchat for those filters so I can watch my daughter play with them, and it's it's great. Outside of that, I, I 100% agree with you. It's bullshit to see a grown-ass adult go, dog ears, tongue out, <laughs> Like, your ass is poking out, too, dipshit. Like, I, I, what are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah. No. Selfie in the car before I go to Dunkin' Donuts. Uh, let's put flowers in my hair like I'm a Hawaiian princess, like Milana or whatever. (laughs) Moana. Moana. (laughs) Polynesian at best. It's just, yeah, Polynesian princess, stop it. Like, you're not at a a luau. 
I, well, how, I, I don't know. Here's my question. Uh, just how many, how many of those flower in the hair, uh, picture like selfies does Willem have right now? Oh, dude. Million. Hey, I'm going to go with a minimum of seven. <laughs> dude. I think seven is generous. Generous. Oh, uh, you know, he's always posting with the flowers in his hair, pushing his Roden and Fields products. Of course. That's, well, that's how you get the guys, you know. You 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 tell them how their sense. ladies will like it, and then you just you just sell them on that. You pee to be. This new product out by RNF it reduces your age by over fifteen years, <laughs> but only after two applications. <laughs> it, says some scientist in a lab coat. Says me selling you this product. Don't don't worry about it. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> don't, yeah. Don't forget to put. Uh, my code in at checkout so I can get 45 cents from your purchase. It's very, it's very important that you do this. Oh, shit. Yeah. I don't know. Man, the dog ears and the funny faces and the discombobulated heads and the big eyes. And it's just, I, I think I'm just gonna, I think I'm just gonna start like, uh, you know how you can, not uh, unfriend somebody, but you can unfollow them on Facebook now, which was a just a glorious addition. Oh, oh you can still unfriend uh, I'm people. Start doing that. You can still unfriend people, and they don't know it. It's pretty sweet. Oh, okay. Did that? Well, how do they not know it? Next time they're like, "I'm gonna search," blah blah blah, and and you're not there. Uh, I mean, then they know, then, it, right? Then Surely it doesn't show just some fake facade. <laughs> then, it, then to me, it's not my fucking problem is what that is. Because yeah. they don't got That's shit true. they can say to me. I like the ones that do do that, and they're like, oh, for some reason, uh, Brian and I are no longer friends. I'm going to send out another friend request. <laughs> You're like, nah, I'm good, though. <laughs> Something happened during the last update, I guess, and Brian and I are no longer friends. Yeah, other than the 35 updates that I've had since I have Facebook, this is the one that only caused one, me and one other friend to unfriend each other on accident. Huh. Yeah. That's weird. Uh, yeah. It wasn't. I've been posting a lot of uh, Snapchat photos on Facebook. Yeah, Snapchat photos. Uh, uh, <laughs> there are many fine people on both sides. Comments. I don't understand why fucking Brian stopped following me. This is weird. This couldn't be. <laughs> this couldn't be on purpose. This has to be 100% on accident. And what's up with, like, Facebook's just, like, a conglomeration now. They should just buy out all these other sites because now they're all linked together, you know, the people posting Twitter comments to their Facebook or Instagram photos to their face. It's all, like, intertwined. So, it's all kind of like – it's like a fucking crossover episode of all the Chicago TV series. So it you know, is – Oh, I know that guy. He's from Chicago Med, but I'm totally watching the Chicago Fire show right now. That's cool how they did that. Uh, Excuse me. It is uh, so Instagram and Facebook are owned by the same company, but Twitter is not. And at least I don't think they are. I don't know. Villain's probably yelling at who are you getting? Villain's not listening. not listening to this. I have no idea. Uh, <laughs> I know. No, Facebook. Facebook and Instagram are the exact same. They're the they're the same platform. Okay, interesante. Uh, but I did not know that. Yeah, well, that's why a lot of the the filters that you see that you saw on Instagram in the early days are now on Facebook Stories. They're the exact same thing, and Facebook Stories are the same as Instagram Stories, and those are both the exact same damn thing, concept and filters. 
as Snapchat, which is a standalone company, which Francois Frank really is not a big fan of uh, people owning stock in Snapchat because it's a shithole company. All that aside, we'll sum up every comment and conversation that we've had uh, for the last like 18 months over Snapchat. But uh, I, I will say, in the early days of Twitter, I used to link my Twitter and Facebook accounts. And uh, when my Facebook memories show me like, hey, remember you said this 12 years ago? And I'm like, shit, 12 years ago? I don't even know. I can't even fathom how long ago that was. Uh, I see a Twitter link to a picture that no longer exists. <laughs> I'm like, what was I doing 12 years ago? And what did I take a picture of that I was like, no, 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 no. My Facebook people, they need to see this too. I was like the original like ah, social media empire. I'm like, no, 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 no. I don't have time to repost this on Facebook separately. I need to link it all together. It's fucking <laughs> stupid. Dude. Yeah, it's a, it's a big cluster. But remember in the early days of Facebook, man, uh, you had to. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. What? I remember this, like, freshman year. Um, so that's been, like, when albums were big, right? Albums were big because you waited a substantial amount of time and then uploaded, like, fall 2005. Oh, yeah. Right? yeah, because you had to take the or memory card out of your camera. Because you had to fucking connect your uh, digital camera yeah. and offload the pictures on your Facebook account, right? So it was like a big It was a to-do. To do. <laughs> yeah. Like, and, and, but now it's just so easy. Dude, I, yeah. I remember when mobile uploads became its own album. I was like, you fancy fucks. How dare you have uh-huh. this shit? Been crazy. Yeah. Like, uh, you guys are out of fucking control. Mobile uploads. You just, you just sending pictures to people, to all the people. How do you even have that much money? Yeah. And then, wait, what is this? Like, all the cell phone companies are on board with this, and it's just a <laughs> built-in function now? Yeah. yeah. How does that work? What? Mind blown. Well, all that to say, Parker, and I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna wrap here if that's okay with you. I'm gonna cool. I was gonna I was gonna tile that social media talk into definitely check out our Facebook page, facebook.com backslash no beer left behind, because that is where all that hotness goes down each and every week. Uh this is where we post uh I do cross post a lot, a lot, a lot to Facebook from our Instagram page, which is at no beer left cast on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, obviously, by this time you're already subscribed to our podcast, but definitely reach out to a, a friend, a family member, a coworker, a member of the clergy. Let them know about No Beer Left Behind and uh, get them hooked on the greatness that is we. Uh, one thing I like to—I've been telling people about our Instagram page—is that's kind of where—that's where I post most of my good beer photos. Uh, there's some shitty beer reviews that I've been putting up on there lately because life's too short to drink bad beer. So I want to let the people know. Okay, so uh, look through our Instagram page—not page, not just our uh, recently post photos, but uh, look back and see if there's a beer on there that you're about to buy. See what Brian thinks of it. I'll let you know straight up whether you need to buy it or not, okay? Um, That's really all I got. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, until next time, I'm Brian in North Texas. I'm out. Thanks for listening. Uh, I, I hope that you enjoyed the uh, 
awesomeness that was the Brian and Parker duo. Uh, and yeah, it's a, it's a pleasure to be back. Um, so again, thanks. We appreciate it. all the love on our social media for Parker in Tulsa. I'm out. <laughs>